The Leafs at six with Darren Drager is powered by Mr. Transmission, the transmission and technology experts. Transmission problems, they take care of it. Book a free inspection. Visit MrTransmission.com. Darren, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are things down in Florida? Uh, things were good, thank you. Yeah, it was busy, it was warm, a lot of work done, it was all good. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was a fun couple of days, they say, working uh, with a lot of programming down there. And although the Leafs didn't do that much, it almost became a bigger topic by the fact that they uh, they didn't make any moves of significance. We'll get to the Leafs in just a moment, but let's start with the Mike Richards story. What do we know, what do we not know about the L.A. Kings' decision to terminate his contract over a material breach today? Well, uh, truthfully, it's more about what we don't know. There's all sorts of allegations, speculation swirling about, um, and none of it is, is reportable because we don't have the facts, and it is allegation. Um, but based on the reality of what we're seeing today in the Los Angeles Kings terminating that contract, obviously they feel that they have grounds to do so. And the grounds must have been significant enough for the National Hockey League to support that decision. So, you know, this story is, is far, far, far from over. And, you know, it, it, it probably will have as much to do about Mike Richards specifically as it will to do with the decision, or at least uh, the opportunity for the Los Angeles Kings to terminate this deal. I mean, this is a crazy one. Who's kidding who? I mean, regardless of how this goes, and uh, there'll be a grievance filed. I don't think that there's any doubt of that. And as we know, and I'm sure Bob talked about it during his segment, these things take months to figure out. Um, but in the meantime, the LA Kings don't escape you know, the, the cap crunch entirely. I think they get hit with like 1.3 and change per year in cap recapture. But like I said, there are multiple layers to this story. We just, we don't know what the truth is yet. Now, one thing you said there, Darren, is that the league had to approve this. Is that a part of the process? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine um, that Dean Lombardi and the Los Angeles Kings, given everything that they've been through with Voinov mm. and, and other circumstances where, you know, they've had some cap concerns uh, where the league has had to step in that they wouldn't bring Bill Daly into the mix to say, here's what we're planning on doing. Mm-hmm. Here are the grounds that we're using to legitimize what we're doing. Um, so we all need to be on the same page because guess what's happening next? What's happening next is the Players mm-hmm. Association understandably is going to get involved, and I'm sure that there'll be some pressure from Newport Sports and Pat Morris as well. It's a mm-hmm. lot of money. A lot of money at stake here. Well, and to that point, and, and Darren, we said we're not going to speculate on what this might be, although ESPN's Katie Strang has reported that there was a quote-unquote incident. It has right. to be something serious because, as you said, they just voided a contract worth millions of dollars to Mike Richards. Yeah, and, and, and David, if I could share the speculation, I would. Uh, but this is one of those legal monsters, yeah. right? No, I, I understand. And, and, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because anything that I would say would be hearsay, and it, it is pure speculation. But this speculation of an incident or whatever, I can tell you, uh, surfaced on the draft floor on Friday. And frankly, I'm a little surprised that we haven't learned more about the specifics to this point. Um, but obviously, again, just to backtrack, I, you know, the LA Kings know a lot more than we do as we have this conversation on live radio and they feel comfortable enough and confident enough in their case to terminate. And this isn't just a business decision. 
you know, if you track the history of Dean Lombardi and Mike Richards, we all know that Dean Lombardi loved this kid. He did. He gave him how many chances, you know, uh, and then should have bought him out last year. That made more sense. Yeah. And instead, he gave him another chance, and now this happens. So for the Los Angeles Kings to, to get to the point of termination of the contract, you know that they feel that their case is rock solid. Dregs, we didn't see huge moves by the Leafs this weekend. What do you come away from thinking about where they're at and where the market is for some of these players? Well, where they're at is, is more interesting to me, Bruce, frankly, than the market for some of these players. I, I still think that there is a market for these guys. You know, I know that, that teams have been told by the Toronto Maple Leafs that Phil Kessel is available. I had one team tell me over the weekend that, you know, the Leafs were willing to retain 25% of the contract, hmm. but the players that they were asking for in return, eh, probably not a deal that this team would make. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's only because of, of the worry in, in Phil Kessel's case. Yeah, I, I, I listen to you guys talk about the what-if game. Well, if you're a team that takes on Phil Kessel for the next seven years, what if he doesn't pan out? Mm-hmm. What if he doesn't score 30 goals or more? Now, all of a sudden, you know, he's joined a third team in his young career, and you're not going to have any success in getting off that contract at this stage moving forward. You know, Toronto might be, you know, running into a bit of a tough sell where Kessel is concerned, but the team that takes the chance if he doesn't pan out absolutely 100% is stuck with them. So, mm-hmm. you know, going to be interesting to see how this uh this all pans out it it kind of shifts from one day to the next one day you'll hear that hey you know what mike babcock and the leafs are okay if if phil kessel starts the season and then the next day you'll hear ah you know what the leafs just want to get rid of them mm-hmm. no matter what they just want to push them out the door so somewhere in the middle might be the truth yeah as you suggest uh Drex, if he's not scoring 30 goals a season it's not like the other aspects of his game are going to keep him uh, on your top line. Uh, listen, no. to, the, to this point here about Phil Kessel, in Vancouver you had a situation where everybody knew they were trying to trade Roberto Luongo. And Luongo right. kind of accepted that he was gone. And when he had to come back, it was a hard fit. And Luongo has a little more levity and sense of humor, I think, than probably Phil Kessel does, putting that yeah. mildly. I mean, with with people like yourself and others reporting that the Leafs are trying to shop Phil Kessel, and the sense is, you know, pretty aggressively, if Phil Kessel has to come back next year, and everybody knows that the Leafs failed at trying to move him, I mean, we thought we weren't sure he was an ideal fit on this team before all this happened. How does that work? It'll be tough, but I'll tell you this much, and it's it's kind of a bizarre scenario. Kessel likes Toronto. He has no problem, I'm told, by his agent in coming back to Toronto and playing for Mike Babcock and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, but the proof, as they say, is in the pudding. He's had conversations with Gary Roberts and some nutritional people who work with Gary Roberts over the phone, but he has not yet surfaced, and Roberts hasn't got his hands on Phil Kessel yet. Mm-hmm. That could and is expected to happen in July. If that happens and, and Phil takes ownership of his conditioning and his role on the team and the leadership component that comes along with a seven-year contract and $8 million per, then, you know what, I, I still think that he's got tremendous value to the Toronto Maple Leafs, but he wants to stay here. Conversely, I get the feeling, and I know Bob McKenzie has talked about this, that Dion Phaneuf, you know, the Leafs maybe want to hold on to him. 
because Babcock sees the value in having a, a quality veteran defenseman, yet I, you look, the character of the guy, Dion Fudoff's never going to ask for a trade, but I think he wants one. Mm-hmm. I think he wants a, a change of scenery. So it's, it's a bit of a bizarre scenario between those two. Uh, great stuff, Drake. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Okay, guys. Have a good night. All right. The Leafs at 6 with Darren Drager was powered by Mr. Transmission, the transmission and technology experts. Transmission problems, they take care of it. Book a free inspection. Visit mrtransmission.com.